an anxiety happy hour contains the unhinged musings of three so-called adults. We may be talking about sex, violence, drug, really anything that comes to mind, but it's just our demented minds and no one else's. Listener discretion is not only advised, it is strongly recommended. I love a top sheet. I think it's very important. Do you want me to mail you all mine? No. You could have top sheet for days. No. <laughs> this almost goes into New Year's, right? You know, I'm going to resolve to make my bed every morning. So let's start this episode. <laughs> this is, but I don't want to, an anxiety happy hour. Or as I like to call it, an anxiety happy hour. Or, ah, for short. Perfect. First of all, can we say, welcome back, listeners. I hope you had a good holiday. Welcome to season two. That's we right. We Second season. You. Anxiety happy hour. Thousand years. Long time. <laughs> Thousand years. We were years. just chilling. We were I, working. I was trying to paraphrase some Rick and Morty in there, but I don't really know that that's our target <laughs> audience. <laughs> I have no idea. A I... thousand years. Anxiety happy hour. <laughs> I have never watched Rick and Morty all the way through. I've seen snippets, but I've never actually sat down and watched an episode. It's I gotten like to the it. point where there's enough seasons that it's like got self-referential meta in it. It is starting to really examine some deeper topics. So I think it's gotten better with age. I agree. Mr. Nimbus, the king of the seas. Oh, look at those fancy lamps, though. You Audience, you can't see this, but Brittany has some really fancy looking lamps. I don't know if we talked about uh, antique lamp stores at one point, right? Well, Isn't we talked about her grand obsession with lights and how working in a light store would not be a bad choice. But remember, she went with a bookstore. In the I end. don't think that's or we talked about that during uh, the interview with Dana. Yeah. Uh, if we if we could open our own business, what would it be? Yeah. And I, I think there was a reference to antique lamps at some point. My timeline is all fucked up now because we've recorded some episodes, but this is going to be the first of the season. So like <laughs> audience, this is the the fun of creating content <laughs> here is that, you know, you can write things down in order and then decide to, to throw an audible there and go in a totally different order. We're recording this right now in mid-December post Bunsen's birthday. He's officially 41 now. Oof. I'm so I'm getting close to 42, which is the answer to life, the universe, and everything. I like how so, he just turned 41, and it. he's like, I'm close to 42. <laughs> I'm, I'm pushing I mean, 42 here. I mean, I think it's something to look forward to, right? Like you don't have numbered birthdays really to look out forward to after like 21. It's like, oh, I'm turning 30, turning 40, but it doesn't feel as special. 42. Big. 42 feels kind of cool though. Because you're a nerd. Yeah. I mean, 50, you're half a century old. Ugh. Do know that when you make it, Bunsen, I will be pointing out to you that you're half a century old. I will feel it too, no doubt. <laughs> I am sure the knees will remind me that I am half a century old. <laughs> and that being said, and the passage of time, mid-December, so we thought like hey let's let's talk about something that definitely has the potential to cause anxiety for so many people and it comes up every year and we all do it to ourselves to an extent and it never really seems to work out 
and and that would be the New Year's resolution. Does anybody know the history behind it? Because I sure don't. I think uh, it's just the New Year, New Me type thing. That, oh, but even that had to have an origin point, right? I mean, it's sort of like I'll start my diet on Monday only, but like with <laughs> a whole new year. I think organically you try and find a pinpoint. Okay, I'm not currently doing something. When is a good time to really start off on the right foot? With each new calendar year you take a look at what you've done in the last year and you're like okay what did I like what did I not like where can my life improve at this point which I think is healthy to take a look at what you've done and grow and everything but I think the idea that this arbitrary day is going and they don't say pick one new year's resolution no no they want you to have a whole list they the you know people <laughs> who raised us and so you can't just be like oh well i'm gonna pick more wildflowers no no no, no. <laughs> you have to come up with something you hate about yourself and then try and act like you're gonna be a different person this year and not the same slack person you've been your whole life <laughs> I googled it and on history.com it says the ancient Babylonians are said to have been the first people to make New Year's resolutions some 4,000 years ago. They were also the first to hold recorded celebrations in honor of the New Year, though for them the year began not in January but in mid-March when the crops were planted. Because 4,000 years ago was also before we implemented July and August. Did we add any other holidays or months to honor the Romans? As it turns out, I think following up in that article, right, it goes to the Romans next and talks about the two-faced god Janus, who they named January after. So you would make promises to the god Janus. I don't know. I prefer to make promises to the many-faced god, <laughs> but... Can we really quick, though? Babylon fell, right? Do you think it was oh, because yeah, yeah. of a New Year's resolution? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so many people fucked off on their New Year's resolution <laughs> that the ancient gods were like, I spite you. <laughs> if we go with the biblical fall of Babylon, the New Year's resolution for everyone was, I'm going to learn a new language. And <laughs> then they <Oops>. crumbled. <laughs> I don't know this story. Okay, Surprise. well... So this is loose memories based on Sunday school growing up. But there was a city called Babylon and they were a little hubris and was or had hubris. They were cocky. They thought highly of themselves. They thought highly of themselves to the point that they were building like this big building to be so tall that they could reach heaven. At this point, everyone in the world spoke the same language. And when the fall of Babylon happened, that's where the, the term Babel came from, because all of a sudden people couldn't understand each other because languages split off so that they couldn't communicate with each other anymore to knock down their arrogance because if you can't communicate, you can't work together. And if you can't work together, you can't build a tower to heaven. Okay. <laughs> Old Testament God was petty. Yeah. I was going to say Old Testament God yeah. did some serious shit. The historical <laughs> context behind the fall of Babylon was just another empire invaded because, you know, why wouldn't they? The Neo-Babylonian Empire by Belshazzar. What a great name, right? I've seen the ruins of Babylon in Egypt. Cool. Mm -hmm. Heck yeah. I didn't know Babylon was in Egypt. Yeah, I thought it was uh, Mesopotamia, right? Iraq. I saw something that they have listed as the ruins of Babylon. <laughs> they punked you. Don't know. Uh, Don't know. Anyways, we're saying that like 4,000 years ago, 
people were making and not keeping New Year's resolutions. That continued on. There's modern things around it with the Calvinists, and they did uh, services on New Year's. Uh, so Protestantism and all that stuff. In modern times, though, certainly it's become one of those things where my entire life I've heard people talking about, like, oh, it's time to make a New Year's resolution. And it's, of course, it's in advertising and, you know, peer pressure things and self-help. So there's a lot around like, well, did you make your resolution? You better make your New Year's resolutions. <laughs> like, but do you actually need to? Is it is it helpful? I don't know. Right off the bat, I kind of feel like it never had success with it. Never really thought it through ahead of time and been like, yeah, January 1st is the day to start something. It just seems like there's a lot going on, especially in adulthood now with kids and everything. January 1st is not a day to start anything. It's like the, the kids have to go to school is, is very quickly thereafter their holiday break is ending i'm just concerned about getting them like back into a normal sleep pattern that's <laughs> my that's my new year's resolution these days fair enough do you think it would be a less anxiety inducing time of year if we reflected on what we have achieved in the past year rather than what we hope to achieve in the upcoming year i like that idea positive reinforcement instead of shaming yourself into making a change yeah how yeah. did I grow this year? Oh, I like that. That's very positive. I still like my wildflowers. That's a good resolution. <laughs> I did growing up, but I don't make resolutions anymore. What was it that made you stop, I guess, is the best question. The last time I can remember doing a New Year's resolution, I was living in Atlanta and I had a resolution that every day I would do an ab workout to Taylor Swift's Shake It Off. And then she had the falling out with Spotify and I could no longer access the song anymore. And that was when I gave up. And <laughs> no longer did the ab workouts and gave up on resolutions. If Taylor can't be there with you, then really what is the point? What is that the make, point? That makes sense. I was going to say, and it, for Spotify of all places to do that to you too, especially where they're so about recapping your entire year, right? Like they... Again, they don't do resolutions, but they're certainly like, hey, you've achieved, you know, top 1% of listening to Taylor Swift this year. What's wrong with you? Do you ever go to sleep? No, never. <laughs> she all day, all the time. Yeah. I was in the top 2% of Taylor Swift listeners this year. <laughs> I was I was a Halsey listener. Ah. Oh, okay. What about you? What would Spotify tell you? Uh, Spotify doesn't tell me anything because I use Because oh, he listens to Apple Music. I, I, I bothered it, him about it. She did. We we already had this discussion. <laughs> I, you, don't, I was you don't get a fun wrap up with Apple Music? I, I don't get a fun wrap up with Apple Music. It's not as fun. I know. I was a little disappointed. I You know what? In place of that, I, I did my Reddit recap. I talked about how many bananas I scrolled through, and that made me feel happy. <laughs> Reddit uses the measurement of bananas to tell you how many <laughs> equivalent bananas you scrolled through, scrolling through it all year long. <laughs> How many bananas did you scroll through? Let me look up this embarrassing fact while we keep going and I'll, while, I'll tell you my while banana While he cap. looks it up, I follow exactly two on Reddit and I don't go on Reddit very often, but I follow Cozy Places that just shows you Ooh. different cozy places and it's very comforting to me. I follow when, it, I forget what it's called, but basically when somebody makes the assumption you work somewhere and you don't work somewhere oh, no. and just the wild stories of people going off on them and they're like, I don't work here. <laughs> is that like Karen's in the wild or something? Ugh, there's Karen, so many of the good ones. It, like... it is a Karen in the wild type thing. I can, I can look on my Reddit and give you the exact thing while you tell us your bananas. I scrolled the equivalent of 31,500 standard banana units this past year on Reddit. That's 
That's a lot of bananas. It was a lot of bananas. It had a lot to do with early in the year watching the second part of the final season of Attack on Titan because I was a giant nerd and partaking in commentary there. Um, Um, Talk about New Year, New Us. Yeah. There is a potential that in this new year, Argentina is going to be World Cup champions. I'm just saying it could happen. Let's take a quick moment to note that Beamer's dreams came true and Argentina won the World Cup. And I'm very yeah, excited. That would thrill you, wouldn't it? It would it, thrill me. It has happened before. Uh, the other, I guess the other outcome that is possible is that France will repeat, which has not happened in a World Cup in a long time. But we'll find out on Sunday. Uh, by the time this hits, we'll know the answer. <laughs> Playing France has been my biggest worry this whole World Cup. So the, the that... one is the Reddit channel is called I Don't Work Here Lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good one. It's not just ladies, of course. There are lots of men who just make the assumption that you work someplace as well. There are fantastic stories there. Maybe that should be a New Year's resolution for everybody is to not treat your service employees like shit. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, right? I don't none, none of us do because we've all been there. Right? I think we all appreciate just how terrible it can be. There are lots of Karens in the world. Karens can be men or women, as we know. Does the idea of making a resolution make you anxious? I think what makes me anxious is the failure of resolving to do something and then not doing it. That is a very valid anxiety to have there. Yeah, you, you're making a promise to yourself more than anything else, right? So, like, yeah. if you can't meet your own expectations, then, I mean, what does that say about you as a person? To yourself. What they? So, yeah, I, I see the potential to hit the self-esteem there. I think it certainly does inspire a bit of anxiety in me being like, All right, can I really do this? Am I capable of doing this? Do I really want to do this to myself? Well, I pride myself on my follow-through. Usually when I tell someone that I'm going to do something, I'll do it. And and New Year's resolutions, I lie to myself constantly. So what is it that makes us so capable of doing resolutions or, or doing things that will help other people, but not resolve to help ourselves? Listen, my therapist and I have talked about it. It's called not valuing my own value. And there's no second person to keep you accountable or depending on you to follow through. It's just you. Have you done group resolutions, though, with someone else with an accountability buddy? Ooh. I have. I have. I also fail those. (laughs) So I was going to say, it's like you find this like potentially great solution. And then as it turns out, it's just more of the same. I've done it most frequently because I've done it several times. I've done it most frequently regarding working out. And so someone else will be like, okay, New Year's resolution. We're going to work out, you know, three times a week together, yada, yada. But the moment that they fuck up, I decide, oh, well, we we, we don't do this anymore. <laughs> Isn't it funny how it, it always goes down to that? It's like you, the resolution to, all right, I'm going to get healthy in the new year. But really, you could do it anytime. It doesn't really need a starting point, per se. Were you going to the gym actively with that other person? Yep. So it was like, all right, I got a gym buddy. We're going to do this. Mm-hmm. And then they punk and you're like, thank God. Yeah, yeah. been waiting to give up this whole time it's not a resolution 
But something I'm going to do in the new year is my friend wife, Chelsea. She got me this thing that, of course, I've already opened, even though it's not Christmas yet. <gasps> that this that I am showing my friends is a penguin mold for you to go out in the snow and make tiny penguins. I love that so much. I love it so much. <laughs> so you're you're going to go out there and you're going to just make tiny penguins everywhere? Yes. That's actually, 100%. okay, so this is fantastic for a number of reasons, but most importantly, the fact that you, like, you could go out there and, like, penguin bomb places, yes. right? Like, you just have a frozen penguin. You could go, every time you take Bob down to the beach, you could go stick a penguin out in the beach. Some yeah. kid's gonna find it and absolutely crap themselves and be like, this is amazing! Yeah. Uh, what I really am looking forward to is people finding my penguins and just thinking someone out there is like a snow artist. <laughs> Which kind of are. I mean, Only if that artist is using a stencil. Banksy uses stencils. It. It's true. Banksy did use stencils. But he also made those stencils. So you're saying that your art's not valid because you're using a pre-made stencil? It's yeah. not that deep. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I th I think the art is in the placement of the penguin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm definitely going to try and put them in unexpected places. <laughs> penguin bombing. That's a thing that apparently Jeep owners do to each other. They, place, they duck like, each little... other. Yes, they, they duck, duck each other. Each other. That's, uh, a that's a little, yeah, it's a little off topic. So do you think that there are cults of people who like continuously do resolutions i don't know that they're necessarily a cult because i don't know that they get all together and do it but i think most people make resolutions that's fair the stat that i saw was 40 percent of adults in america will make a resolution uh nine percent will be successful i'm yeah, right? impressed <laughs> with the nine percent though does it make you feel better about being in the 91 percent? no you're not alone yeah, but I'm a four wing five. I'm supposed to have a unique experience. <laughs> is any experience unique if other people have a similar one? Yeah, mine is specifically different. Okay. <laughs> well, there we go. So then you can you can be successful or you can fail and it doesn't really matter. It will still be unique. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was going to do research before every episode so that I could come in with like a, a timeline. And uh, that doesn't happen. We used to do that. We used to do homework. We yeah, did. Don't do it anymore. <laughs> Maybe this is our, our New Year's resolution to ourselves, right? For... Don't you fucking give me a resolution. I said so... I don't do resolutions. <laughs> so for the rest of uh, season two, I'll, we'll do some homework. We'll resolve to come in with a little bit more ammo, make things a little bit. I'm going to copy off your paper. That's fine. <laughs> I think this should just be a Bunsen resolution. Bunsen's going to do you know more what? homework. I will say that's actually reminding me of, and not to turn this into a podcast where we just talk about the stuff that's on Reddit, but I heard this on two different <laughs> podcasts as well. People were talking about the story of this kid who asked, should I like intentionally make mistakes in this shared Google document? So that I can have a girl fail the class and then get an excuse to tutor her and be her like savior. No. So, no. <laughs> so it was this kid <laughs> who made a, a Google Doc like to share amongst his friends. And he said, you know, he could give it out to everybody. He noticed that one girl in particular was looking at it more than anybody else. And he thinks she's really pretty. He's never spoken to her. He thinks they would be perfect for each other. And he's like, oh. Maybe I should intentionally make subtle mistakes in the document that will make her screw up on the test and fail. And therefore, I can come and sweep in 
and okay. be the savior. Right. It, it's absolutely terrible. Like the incel energy off of this was just through the roof. Besides now, the fact that it's right. terrible, <laughs> it's originally his document, right? Correct, yes. So why would she think he's qualified to tutor her if she learned off of his document? Who knows? Maybe he was going to admit his transgression and be like, mm-hmm. I can be your hero, baby. Hard pass. Hard pass right? on him. Right, right. The, the toxicity is is amazing. Let's Occam's razor this shit. You know somebody's having trouble. You've made a resource. Why don't you just go up to them and say, hey, it looks like you're using this a lot. Maybe I could help you. And then or you actually you be... just say hi? Uh, that or... mother, I mean, that's a start. But how do we jump from like, you know, I've never talked to this person to like, I want to be with you. I mean, Here's this what is... you say, according to the books I read. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know if you taste as sweet as you look. Oh, no. See what happens. Wow. Mm-hmm. That no, is. No, I, no, no. Yeah, that was good. No. <laughs> that only works if, like, you whisper it in their ear in a really that creepy only way. Works That's worse. That's so much worse. <laughs> exactly. That only works if you're extremely attractive. If you're fey uh, and or attractive. Uh, both. Uh, yeah, I don't think this child was either, so... Yeah, I think we're just perpetuating some bro culture, and uh, it's pretty horrible. Here, here's what you say. Here's real advice from Beamer. If you're in class with this girl that you think is attractive, you go to the girl and you say, hey, I notice we're in the same yada yada class. <laughs> Would you like to get lunch after class one day? Oh, yeah. Lunch is a good one. It's not I intimidating mean... like dinner. It could just be like a friendly... You don't even have to go out of your way. You went to class. You already did that. Hey, girl, I got a full meal plan. Why don't I take you out for the finest mozzarella sticks on campus? I mean, that would woo me. If somebody came up and said the finest mozzarella sticks on campus, I'd go for that date. Chicken finger Wednesday who? (laughs) Hell yeah. We, We had a chicken finger Wednesday thing at University of South Carolina that people used to run to the Russell house in order to get to chicken finger wouldn't say line was shorter at Gibbs court. Now so that's where that. I went. <laughs> Beamer uh, ate off campus. I am sure. I'm sure Sodexo was uh, very thrilled either way. There was though a Mo Monday that I did sometimes stand in line for because you would get a that discounted. That line was crazy, but you got a discounted burrito and queso for free. Ooh. And your mama bird worked there. Her hands she were made for rolling burritos. Made for rolling burritos. <laughs> and she used to hook me up. <laughs> All right. So New Year's resolutions. So roll burritos. Should we make some fake ones? Okay. I'll make a fake one. Okay. I resolve to not accidentally say Bunsen's real name while we're recording. <laughs> it's okay. I've said my own real name while recording at this point, so all good oh goodness i resolve to try to limit the amount of times i say um if you're making that resolution reducing our editing time could you also throw in some you knows (laughs) just a couple could i do you know in addition to um or do i need to do like one part of speech at a time also honestly the um is easier to get rid of than the you know. Because you go on a tirade and you're like, really important thing, really important thing, you know, really important thing, really important thing. And it's all together. 
Mm. where the ums usually come after you've taken a breath and before you start a new idea. What I'm hearing is I need to slow my speech down and just focus on words. Sounds terrible, I know, but... Oh, that's wretched. It would be easier to edit. (laughs) Deleting empty space is really simple. We try that, but I think that's one that I would need someone to call me out on. Brittany, Brittany. I resolve to get the images done before the day of the podcast release. (laughs) You did it this last time. I I asked Bunsen whether we had an image for it. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's already in the folder. It was there for a long time. You'd gotten that thing ready like a month ago. Yeah. Dana, the entrepreneur. Haven't made it ready to go anymore. (laughs) I mean, you You have some ready, though, for episodes that we haven't done. So you're ahead of the game. Sex and loneliness. But I know season one, there COVID were a lot of issues. Too. Did I make coping skills? I think so. What were the issues? Like, the episode would be re- ready to publish, and I'd be like, oh, shit, didn't make one. Something oh, okay. Brittany thought was an issue, but Beamer did not think was an issue, was she didn't like the fact that the names didn't match up, but I did. What do you mean? What names? When I would come up with obscure titles and you're like, can you oh. tell me what the titles are so that I, I can that. have the document? Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I love it. I feel like this is a chance for us to get audience feedback too. Do you, do you like us to have silly names for the podcast? Would you prefer it to just be what the actual topic is? You tell us. Add an anxiety happy hour. You know where. Hit the socials. Email works too. I think as podcast creators we should together resolve to this year make one piece of merch so that we can put our patreon page to use i think we should resolve to be kinder to ourselves and let that reflect in our speech and i think ow foot cramp (laughs) 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 already already the resolution isn't working great your body is so tense from this that like you're cramping out like this is how hard this is to say i had another one but i forgot it foot cramp fucking foot cramp maybe we should eat more bananas <laughs> that I or vodka not tonics bananas. i am not into tonic either so well, i love tonic how, how are you gonna get the quinine if you're not doing bananas or tonic i'm not there's quinine and bananas okay yeah i so, think that was the the whole point of the banana if you're having a cramp potassium Oh, it's potassium? I thought it was quinine. It is is potassium. Is there no Uh, quinine there? This next ad placement is brought to you by Bananas. Now improved with no quinine and all potassium. For our listeners in the Atlanta area, shout out Cody and Talia. And my godson, our littlest listener, at Buford Highway Farmers Market, there are baby bananas, and they are about a third of the size of a regular banana. That's as much banana as I ever want. You give me the whole big banana, I've taken like two bites, and I'm like, I am done with this. I love bananas. We had this conversation at work today, too. A lot of our customers bring us baked goods during the winter time. Last week, we got a red velvet cake, or maybe it was earlier this week. And then today, we got a banana pudding cake. Ooh. And I was so pumped to try it. And I was like, oh, man, this is so good. And two different people told me that they don't do bananas. Is it a texture thing? Mm. For me, what it is, is have you ever had where you've had too much to eat 
and you take a bite of something and your throat almost doesn't want to swallow it. Mm. The density of bananas makes me have that same sort of throat closure feeling that my body's just like, no more, please. It's not that I don't like the taste. Like I, peanut butter and banana sandwich, I'll fuck with that. Bananas on their own. I am not the monkey. I can make a really good monkey noise, but I am not a monkey. So I adore banana bread. I think it is banana bread at work, dude. Hell yeah. I think it is fantastic and I would eat it all the time. Whole bananas are definitely something that I think you need to be in the mood for. I agree with the density thing. And also there's such a small window of ripeness on those things. You buy them green from the grocery store and it's like you wait a day too long and game over. They're not going to be any good. I feel the same way throat wise with marshmallows, which rubs people the wrong way. A lot of people love marshmallows. Beamer, not one of those people. Marshmallows have definitely changed over the years. Much more like they're not gelatin based per se, but like there's something about them that's different. Maybe they're just extra confectioner sugar dusted. I I don't know. They feel a lot less palatable than like when I was a kid. They just don't, they just don't taste very good. They taste chemically. I don't know. I will inhale some mush or not mushrooms. Oh, (laughs) now we know her extracurricular activities. Oh, I do like regular mushrooms. (laughs) I've never had psychedelic mushrooms. Have you guys accomplished any goals this year that you want to reflect on? I'll go first. My goal was to read 35 books and I am currently on book number 41 and I will probably reach 45 before the end of the year. Hell yeah. above. Sick. That's me snapping for you. Are they all sexual? Yes, they are. (laughs) Are they mostly fantasy? Yes. How many had fairies? (laughs) A lot of them. (laughs) I was going to say, so that's four. So that's an average of like two a week through the end of the year. Is this just because it's like a stressful time of year and you need to like release like a lot? Is that why you think you're going to read four more? Mm, I'm in the middle of an eight book series and the books are super short. So (laughs) okay, that makes more sense then. Bunsen, I feel like you'll enjoy this. The book series I'm reading right now is Bridgerton. <laughs> Ooh, I do it remember. It is good. I remember you had started reading that. I Did you kind of fall off it? I'm on the second epilogue of book three right now. Okay. Two epilogues. Goodness gracious. Are well, she originally did an epilogue. And then after the series was over, she had readers reaching out to her wanting to know like, what are, what are the characters doing now? And so for each couple, she did a second epilogue that was gotcha. originally only available online, but the newest edition of her books now put it at the end of each book. You know what's bullshit? Uh, Certain writers have started releasing different versions of their books at like Barnes Noble will have a special edition or Target will have a special edition. Uh, and they have different special editions. So you have to buy like four versions of the same book. That's bullshit. So I can see why that might be a thing especially you know if you are somebody who is trying to make money you you gotta find a way right yeah (laughs) i i mean i think so this is an interesting time for content creators like right now there's the controversy with ai generated art rejecting what what is that lenza or there's a couple other apps that have been trained off of sort of like different art sites like deviant art or you know other things like that and there's a big movement amongst artists to be like don't 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 use this tool because it's stealing from artists work that's like well okay there's that balance of 
I want to do something I want to create, but I also want to be able to live. So, I mean, what are you going to do now? I get what you're saying is that that sounds like a cash grab from a bigger publisher. I mean, somebody who's going to negotiate to get book space in a Target or on Amazon or something like that, having different versions, that does kind of suck. And if they give you some sort of way to get access to all of those, maybe it's okay. It feels like this is something that J.K. Rowling probably started. Like, she would be the sort of evil individual to do that. Are there alternative versions of Harry Potter? I don't know about Bonus Harry Potter, but what about, like, all the stuff that came after and Pottermore and all of that? Oh. Anyway, did you guys do anything you were proud of this year? That you would like to reflect on and boast about positive changes. I've owned a puppy for a whole year. Bob. Bob. I didn't kill him, so that's nice. Yes. It's been a fucking year for me. I, I don't know. I, I painted a wall. I survived. I'm still here. You know what? The survival thing I think was really where I was at too for this year. It's just been a clusterfuck of year. Too many things happened, especially in the first half of it. It was just too full. Yeah, shit. I don't know about any accomplishments for the year. It, it Surviving just, is an accomplishment. Ugh. Yeah, it really feels like it. You know, there were things that I thought about doing that I didn't get done. I think for me, it definitely feels like there are some resolutions that I need to make and actually follow through on in a very short period of time. I really want to get back to taking some classes. That would be nice. I really don't know that I would call anything an accomplishment. I know that's weird. It's just I, I did like I paid down debt. That was probably that's the only thing. That's great. It's not all gone, but it's definitely less. So that's, that's a nice. Yeah, it's a fantastic feeling, especially once interest rates started shooting up in the middle of the year. Holy crap. That is an accomplishment <laughs> and you should be proud of it. That would have been terrible. I'd be more proud too if uh, Papa Joe's uh, student loan break ended up going through, but it doesn't look like that's happening anymore. I thought we got ten to 20,000 knocked yeah. off. Yeah. And then the court apparently was like, nah, we don't like that. We want you all to suffer. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, exactly. It's okay. It's all because of some asshole in Texas who was like, well, I paid off my loans. Everybody else should do. I would love for us to talk about the American tendency to want to spite everybody else. Oh. Why Why do we as a culture feel like that's a great way to be? <laughs> Everything has to be paper competitive and, you know, oh, well, you agreed to this when you were 18 years old. You should suffer the consequences of it. I just, with all of the information freely and readily available to us, I'm not sure why it's not, maybe public service isn't the right word, but I, I think that higher education should be more affordable if not granted by the country. Because the, there's there's so much information just at your fingertips. You could go learn just as much as many degrees online for free, but not mm -hmm. have your piece of paper. Yeah. And really, I think that's the key is that at some point in time, degrees stopped being so much about knowledge and started just being performative in saying, look, I can do work when I'm told to do it. I can accomplish this number of arbitrary things that add up to a certain number of credit hours that will grant me this degree. For some fields of study, yes, but like yeah. others are still completely valid in a university setting. Like, <laughs> I don't want you doing genetic experiments in your basement. I would agree Please. with you there. Yes, <laughs> I, I think that's totally right. And there are other ones, too, that have more practical applications, right? Like you think of a bachelor's in nursing or something and how many practical clinical hours that takes. Yeah. It's a very different type of degree than somebody getting a you know, bachelor of arts in English. Not to knock on that. I think we should bring back more apprenticeships. Ooh, 
more yes because they do exist yeah i want more of them yeah what would you apprentice in like if that was your new year's resolution if you were like cool i don't need to work this year i'm gonna go apprentice what would you want to apprentice? yes Ooh. okay (laughs) there are or there were up until recently states where you could still do that uh vermont for example you could apprentice your way into the bar so if you worked for and with a lawyer you could apprentice x number of hours and without having gone to law school you could sit for the bar exam yeah it was pretty nice. sweet that's the way it used to be you know, your parents would sell you off at age 12 and you'd go apprentice with a, a barrister for x number of years and then you'd wear your powdered wig and go to court did you would we're female yeah oh you don't get your powdered <laughs> wigs i'm sorry we had different wigs it's fine did y'all ever read the giver yes I love that book, and I low-key wanted the dystopia of someone decides what you're best at, and then that's what you do. This free will nonsense doesn't work for me. <laughs> or like, kind of like Divergent too, where you just get shuffled into a one of four fields. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. The well, thank you for your candor. Listeners. No, because I think that there. This is my impression of the past. I am no historian. So take it for what you will. But I think that there was a fair amount of you're good at this. So we're going to field you towards this in the the lower classes because we, we didn't have money for you to fuck around and find out. You, if you have some skill in this particular field, that's what we're having you do or you're joining the family business and that's how it's going to be. Possibly. Yeah. I, I mean, certainly I think things were so different back then compared to where we are now it's it's almost impossible for us to kind of fathom it but i do understand what you're saying about there might have been a tendency towards things i think some of it was just happenstance though right like if you didn't live in a coastal area you're not going to grow up to be a cooper or like a, a boatsmith or something like that or you're not like caulking like you know old wooden panels or things like that using was rope it, and pitch to seal hulls was it benjamin franklin that has like a gazillion occupations that he was like a silversmith and an inventor and yada yada. Yes. He did all the things. I'm going to look up awesome. a list of what his occupations are. He like printed stuff and played around with electricity. I'm sure he was distilling things as well. Oh, you, had yeah. to, you had to be drunk to do all the stuff that he did. I'm making wine so, right now. Proud of you. What grape variety? No grape. It is... Strawberry, blueberry, and raspberry. Oh, dang. And it should be done in time for Valentine's Day. All right. Love it. I feel like there's going to be like a Boone's farminess to it. I'm all about it. He was a writer, a scientist, an inventor, a statesman, a diplomat, a printer, a publisher, and a political philosopher. But I think he also was a silversmith. I mean, that was Paul Revere for sure. Oh, was it Paul Revere? Yeah. Yeah. He he made a lot of stuff out of metal. Okay. Fair enough. That's why he could afford a baller house in the north end (laughs) let me ask you this Mm -hmm. if i ask you if you have goals for the new year does that make you feel just as icky as making a resolution i feel like goals are almost like less of a promise so i don't feel as icky about it oddly enough i think i treat them the same way (laughs) <laughs> yeah. goals are a little more vague i think is the other thing i think resolutions are very specific like i am going to do this whereas a goal is like i'd like to do this yeah a goal is like a, a treat whereas a resolution is 
you're resolving yourself to do something. Yeah. I think I don't do so many positive goals for myself. I do more resolution-y type, let me fix something I don't like. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like, let me read 35 books where I would love that and enjoy that. I'm like, let me lose 35 pounds. Why don't you be kinder to yourself and make a fun goal? Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. I challenge the... I oh. already made one. The penguins. We're going to do lots oh, yeah. of penguins. That's going to be great. That is at least a fun thing to do. I'm knocking mm. out Bunsen and I'm going to make penguins. Those are my goals. You're knocking knock me out. out? Why are no. you knocking me out? Out you with your real name. Doxing you. Uh, oh, oh, you oh, are oh. not going to. <laughs> Yes. I thought I thought you said you were gonna like knock me out like I was getting pistol. That's what I heard too. <laughs> I, I mean, are you into that? I could probably find a pistol. <laughs> Let's not. Let's not and say we did. Okay. I don't want to get so my goal for the year would be to avoid getting concussed by boomer and a pistol. I called you boomer again. <laughs> my goal I've met year. Boomer. I've met Boomer. You guys my know a person yeah. named Boomer? Yeah, Boomer Boomer is a sports a broadcaster and he's a big deal in that world cool. exactly it's a football thing yeah so my goal would be to not be knocked out by beamer That's my resolution goal. would be to try to maintain a more clean environment around me i'm okay. just one of those people that like i let the boxes pile up for too long i don't put them away right away i don't have a bob to come and chew at things so do you want to borrow a bob he'll destroy everything in your house oh i mean <laughs> I like, I feel like I'm at that point where it's just, I want to like task rabbit somebody to come in and like take care of it for me and then start with like a clean slate and move from there. Uh, this has so. been another episode of, but I don't want to an anxiety happy hour or an anxiety happy hour for short. Or as I like to say, ah, Yay. happy new year. Happy new year. 2023 better not suck the same way the past three years have. Yay. This ad placement is brought to you by TaskRabbit, or Uber Eats, or Amazon Delivery, or really any of those things that are helping me not do the things I don't want to do. Now to roll the credits. Big thanks to Sam Rochford for her use of the song Pedals. You can listen to the full version on Spotify, Apple Music, or any of those other places that you find music. If you want to connect with her and you're secretly 83 years old, like me, her Facebook page is called Sam Rochford Music. And if you're hip and cool, her TikTok is Boring Sad Music. Do you like our logo? It was done by friend of the pod and artist extraordinaire, The Ramble Pies. Her Instagram and TikTok are at the.ramble.pies. Don't know what you want, but want some art? Her Etsy is The Rambling Merchant. Now that's all one word. She does do commissioned works if you have something in mind. You can reach us at Linktree slash Anxiety Happy Hour. On Instagram at An Anxiety Happy Hour. On Facebook at An Anxiety Happy Hour. On YouTube at But I Don't Want To An Anxiety Happy Hour. On Twitter at Anxiety HH Pod because apparently there's character limitations. Thanks, Elon. On TikTok at an anxiety happy hour. Or email us at an anxiety happy hour at gmail.com. This has been a Be Anxious production. Someone's trying to murder the elf. No one's trying to murder the elf. The elf's almost in the oven. Maybe he was cold. Did you? I'm busy.
And someone tried to murder the elf. That's more important. No, not right now. Love you. Bye. I no, will. She hasn't come to visit you in forever. I will tell her that she hasn't come to visit you in forever. Okay. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye.